You see, I told you guys all the time that we're not here for a joke. You hear me? What we're doing here is for a game. I'll take as long as I need to take to deliver God's word. Yes, sir. Until the answer is right. Yes, sir. And the Holy Spirit can speak. Yes. And we have to labor the way we labor just now in praise and worship. Because there's some dead people in the room. It's not a surprise. It's a church, it's a community unit. We should expect dead people to come in. Are you hearing me? Because we should expect that as they come in, they should be meeting people with life. Are you hearing me? Now, when I say that, I mean that their heart is no longer connected with the Almighty God. And they seldom even know what their purpose is any longer. That's a dead person. We don't need to be gathered around your tomb before we mourn. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. Now, last week we was. I'll do the introduction later on. But last week we spoke about seed. We spoke about seed and we did say that seed is sown because we expect seed to become a tree. And I said to you that every man wants to take shade under a tree. Either from the scorching heat or because he wants to eat the fruit. And then I mentioned to you again that you should be where you call mental, you know. God forbid you need someone who's still a seed. And when the troubles of life come, you wonder why you're not protected. You're not under a covering. And God forbid that you're under a tree that was like the tree that Jonah was under. It was a plant that came up overnight. The same way it came up is the same way it died. Maybe some of you don't know that story. But I spoke to you about seed and the importance of seed and I said to you that what we do is we are soul traders. We sow seed, that's what we do. Whether persons or if it's your tithe and offering, you're sowing a seed. And the only fruit that you're supposed to bear when your tree grows is the tree of life. The apple seed will bring up an apple tree. But as believers and sons of God, your tree should always be the tree of life. Are you hearing me? That is your duty to this nation. And so what we find as a problem is that when we see the kind of things that are happening in our communities today, is that there are not enough trees of life in the country. Because every man is looking for shade. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. Every man is looking for shade. But I think what we need to start on now is life. We want to talk about life, but what more I want to speak about is those who have the power to resurrect. I'm going to speak in the terms that you have sown your seed, and right now I am looking at trees of life. And of the 
just preaching, if you're not a tree of life, I expect you to come forward in the hope that the Lord God will begin to work on you as a seed. Are you ready? And we look at London today and we see some people not, a lot of people don't feel safe in London now. A lot of us don't feel safe in London anymore. And you know what? It's gone past the point where all you have to do is change the way you look. Some boys would think that, okay, if I wasn't wearing what I was wearing, I wouldn't be perceived as someone who deserves harm. But it's gone past that now. Because the enemy is on a rampage and he's just on spilling blood. That's what he wants to do. The more we raise our voices in worship, canceling the purchases of life that he makes in London, the more he will look for another life to take. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Remember I told you that what Jesus came to do is to pay off your debts. Your debts, the enemy has spilled so much blood that mankind has such a high debt. And it's only Jesus that can pay that off. And if you have anyone else coming to visit you while you're on bail, apart from the Lord Jesus Christ, you're never going to be let out. Some of the people I see sitting here now, you're still incarcerated in the spirit, you know? You're incarcerated, yes, we see your body here, but you're not here. You're not here. As far as you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're not here. Your body is what we're seeing. We have the pleasure of seeing a moving carcass. Because in the spirit, they have been incarcerated. And like I said, the only man that can pay your bill is who? Jesus. The only man that can pay your bill. Your bill is too expensive. Maybe some of you you've ever been to prison before and you've ever been put on bail, you know what that means. It means that even when you come out, you can't afford to be in trouble anymore. Because there's still a time you have to serve, right? There's still a time you have to serve, but never mind that. We'll get into that another time. So what the community hopes is that the community hopes that you meet young men and women who have enough faith to pay through for them. Remember, faith is our currency. So sometimes you meet a young person and all they need is your faith. They need your faith in order to get through because they're too down, they're too low. But then the worry now is will they need someone with enough faith to rely on? We can't keep thinking that these things will be solved by material things. Yeah. You can't keep thinking that our life is solved by material things. It's not possible. We solve the unseen for the seen. So everything that's happening in your life, there is a solution beyond the place where you can see. You get into that place first. After you get into that place, then you're given solution, you're given answer. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. You know, sometimes I've been telling you guys a little recap again. 
what you do when you get into the Word and when you get into prayer, so that this doesn't seem like pointless exercise. You're maturing your voice. I'll give you an example. Have you ever heard someone pray and the room just changes? The atmosphere in the room just changes. That's someone who has begun to mature his voice or her voice. And if you don't spend time in the place of prayer, you continue to sound like a child in the realm of the spirit. And for those of you who are mothers, you know what your child sounds like. You seldom take them serious. You always feel they're complaining about something. Yes, I can hear you're making noise, but I don't have to attend to you. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But it's different when an adult is speaking. If an adult is speaking and addressing issues, you will listen. I pray that we all begin to labor for a prayer life. Amen. I said in East London that leaders set the atmosphere. Don't look at your choir, don't look at the pianist. Look at yourself. And ask yourself, is your community unit performance day for you? For those of you who serve, is it like just performance day? After today, I don't think about this thing until we return again on Tuesday. Or, I don't think about it until we return on Monday. Until we return on Monday. These are people that have begun to take God's work as performance. You start to study things and thinking that it's the understanding of things in your mind that will bring results. So I'm praying, I'm sincerely praying in Tulsa for an explosion of the spirit of prayer. Are you hearing me? father, 
making himself equal with God. Jesus gave them this answer. I tell you the very truth. The son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his father doing. Because whatever the father does, the son also does. For the father loves the son and shows him all he does. Yes, to your amazement, he will show him even greater things than these. For just as the father raises the dead and gives them life, even so the son gives life to whom he is pleased to give it. The hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them. The hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to those bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord said to these bones. I will make breath enter you, and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you, and make flesh come upon you, and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you, and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone, and looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to it, This is what the sovereign Lord says Come, breathe from the four winds, and breathe into these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say, Our bones are dried up, and our hope is gone. We, we are cut off. Therefore, prophesy and say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord says. My people, I am going to open your grave and bring you up from there. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord. When I open your grave and bring you up from there, I will put my spirit in you and you will live. And I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken. Okay, so Ezekiel was then taken and placed in a land where it was filled with dry bones. He was placed in a valley filled with dry bones, and you then begin to remember the psalm where it says, Though I walk 
through the valley of shadow of death. I want you to understand the state of London now. And the state of the man that God is looking for in London. Are you hearing it also? Welcome to the valley of dry bones. The valley of dry bones where those who are allowed to live or give life are those who understand God's word. God's word is life and it is light. In the darkness of this valley, unless you have the word, you cannot see. What we begin to see now is an elimination of those who have no word. Those who have decided not to get into God's word are going to start going missing. When I say this, I mean amongst us now. There is a person that God is looking for to work with. There's a person God is looking for to work with. But if you're in this valley now, it can only be that you're the man that knows how to speak God's word. You're the man who knows how to speak God's word because it said that, that they were put in their own land when they became men. And I'm telling you that an army is rising up. But that army is made up of individuals that God is sending into various valleys in the United Kingdom. There are dry bones in different areas of this country and God is hoping that he has raised another Ezekiel. There are dry bones in the city, there are dry bones in East London. But has God raised another Ezekiel? Because at the first point when you give the word, what you see is a man in the form of Adam. A fallen man with no life inside him. So don't expect that the first time you give the word for life to be inside him. Let me tell you something, I'm giving you exact way how you need to live this life. Because some of you will decide to take on jobs and think that your sustenance is in what you're working. But you can create your own company if you resurrect and not dry bones. Are you hearing what I'm saying, Foxy? I'll tell you now that for a man now to run as an MP, we're going to resurrect those bones that have not been voting. We're going to look for those bones that are still dry, very dry. Jesus only needed 12. 
and the army in different areas that are supposed to do different things. But the pain of the army now is that they found out the secure. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, sir. This is not meant to be a lot preaching, this is just meant to rally you enough now for prayer. Because you see, unless the word is inside you, unless the word is inside you, you begin to speak what you can't just speak your life, you're kicking them. There are two things that a man can sow, life or death. When you're stealing someone, their heart feels so hard. You don't feel like you're getting through to them. You're not giving them life. You're not happy. You know that there's everybody that Jesus Christ made a name back to with Jesus Christ affected their life because he's the word. I know it's going to sound crazy to you tonight, but the word is the only solution we're looking for. Yes, sir. I know it's going to sound weird to you, but what you need is the word. For anything that you're going through now, what you need is an increase in the word. I'm telling you the truth now. When you begin to speak that word in the areas that you're called to, you begin to see a change there. And I know it's going to sound very funny to you, but inside them, they're groaning for life, but they don't know it. And so when a man comes for life, he grabs anything that's put in front of him. And maybe he's sitting, or maybe he's doing this, or maybe he's doing that, but he's just doing what's in front of him. And so what you do, as the Pharisees will do, is they'll begin to judge people that are gossiping for air. Men that are looking for life, and they look for life in various things, whether in women or in their own vanity. They're looking for life. And maybe you know how you felt when you came here this evening. But if it's life that you're looking for, I'm just praying that the soldiers here tonight are really charged on the world. Yes, because you know this is meant to be our word exposure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What would it take for a man to create his own life on this earth? What the word is meant for is the word is meant to clash with things of this world. Heaven and earth combined together create things that you can see. When the word hits something that is physical, that thing comes to life. You do know that the Lord did not breathe into Adam, like the senior pastor said. He spoke into him. He gave him the word. But the word is useless unless there's something in front of it. Are you hearing me? Unless there's an earthly matter in front of the word, you won't see life. So you can begin to practice wherever you want. It can be with people. Or it can be in an environment. But as long as it's an earthly matter, what is needed for life to come there is the word. It's almost like when you put diesel or petrol in a car. It doesn't matter how nice that car looks, it cannot move. What happens when we have people who are trying to do certain things but they don't have the word? Because we're always in this place as young people when we're starting companies, we're doing this and doing that. And I told you last week, the enjoyment is always about doing the logo and doing the website. 
That's not the first, this was the best bit. Picking the colors. Let's just try to 